1: He saw the to sky
2: downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now.
3: Welcome to the Heels and Quads podcast. They think we're cute, we know we're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. I can't even top that. I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter.
3: <laughs> that was great.
2: Way better than the first opening yesterday.
3: Oh no, that was weird. Was, that's definitely uh, on the blueprint. It was somewhere. yeah,
2: that's gonna come out at some point. Maybe we should do maybe we should send out
3: a blooper reel with our 100th episode. You want to do that? Do the 100th episode and then have like a blooper reel. Okay, we can do that. Something. I mean, we'll figure it out. Be like a little bonus episode. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh first things first, Tommy, what's the big news? The big news as announced last night, the only place you could see it was on Twitter and Instagram because we had already recorded our episode when it officially was announced. But Myself and Levi are officially all all in. Not only are we going to be at the all in event, but we were announced last night that we will be on podcast row Friday evening. Uh, that would be August 31st for StarCast. That's right. We're there, baby. We are, we are there. All, all
3: in. Every bit in. So, I
2: believe, okay, so platinum and gold are both sold out. Yeah, that
3: was almost instantly. Fast,
2: fast. Okay. (laughs) That was
3: faster than the all-in tickets,
2: There's still, I know, I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God. And they were like, you know, 10 gold left. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then today I saw there was still 200 silver left. So, I don't know how many are left now, but go to StarCast.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-C-A-S-T.com and get tickets and come meet us. We're excited. We want to meet everybody that's listening to the show. We're excited to maybe meet some new people that might have not listened to the show yet, but will listen to the show after they meet us because we're just as funny on the sh- in person as we are on the show. Yeah. Or stupid, whichever almost
3: almost better in person because yeah. we kinda dull it down. Yeah, a we
2: yeah, way. we we've we've tamed ourselves a lot. We try to only say the F word one time now, which I have used the <laughs> last Three shows, I think. So yeah, so it's it's mine it, today. Yeah, but you got like the first three. So yeah, no, um, we alternate. But anyways, yeah, so that's really the only news or house cleaning we have because we want to keep this short and sweet for Ronnie because he likes to get right to the point. But I did want to mention also, and I, oh, Ronnie, I forgot about. Don't Ronnie. don't forget Ronnie. <laughs> um, we we had a <laughs> review last night on iTunes on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and, I was going to say, I'm I, glad they... I, I screenshotted you know. it and sent it to Levi last night because I knew he'd love it. So, and I don't have the guy's username uh, pulled up. I mean, I guess I could pull it up real quick. Hang on just a second. Tonight, immediately following the Heels and Quads Wrestling
3: Podcast, the four horsemen are the two horsemen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, here we go. Hang on. Andrea yeah, it was
3: like it was like Fabob eighty eight or something like
2: that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where the hell is it?
3: No, we appreciate the feedback on the uh, yeah on the show
2: and enjoying the the uh, tonight.
3: That's just. It's nice to know that I somebody's listening to
2: that. It, it's not pulling up for some reason, but uh, yeah. So it's basically, right. he said, he said he wanted. He said he loved. Tonight, immediately following Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, <laughs> The Legends House Season 2, starring Doink the Clown, the Ghost of Joey Ryan's dick, and Hangman Page. And
3: Richard Finkel. <laughs> Richard whoever that is. <laughs> Howard Finkel's like cousin. Yeah. <laughs> well it's Howard Finkel's dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Richard Finkel,
2: <laughs> Dick, Finkel. <laughs> fin- Dick Finkel, Finkel's Dinkle.
3: So yeah, check us out at StarCast, ladies and gentlemen, we will be there. Friday, Friday is our day, right? That's the 31st. Friday is
2: our night. We will be featured. Uh, we will be talking to at least two of the superstars from all in, but uh I have a feeling that they're kind of all going to come through and we'll get to sit down with more than two of them and, uh, we'll throw it all together and we'll have it up that night. Um, and that way you'll be able to hear it. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking all in weekend, we're probably going to have more than two shows.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, it's, yeah,
2: yeah. We'll, 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 I mean,
3: we're, we're working on the format and all that too. Kind of. But I mean, for that, that's
2: kind of a special thing. It's our first trip as the podcast. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'll be just me and Levi. Um, this, the skirts are staying at home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so other than that, the only other news is our new t-shirt design just dropped. And where can they go to get that shirt along with our other four designs, Levi,
3: you can go to pro dot com forward slash heels and quads. That's our official merch store for wrestling com forward slash heels and quads. You know, Pro Wrestling Tees is where you get all of your sweet wrestling merch, including the Bullet Club merch, including your all-in t-shirts, and hopefully there's going to be a StarCast shirt, too.
2: I know they have hats
3: already. Yes, yes, I've
2: seen those. Yeah, and shirts are soon to follow, I'm sure. Um, But, yeah, they got the all-in shirt, the new Bernard, the business bear, uh, sold out, 10K, uh, Michael Jordan-esque. Air Bernard. Air Bernard, Bernard, that's what it's called. Um, I want that along with just the all-in logo. I mean, some people are like, oh, that's like a plain shirt. I'm like, yeah, but I'm all-in. You're not.
3: But it's sweet, though. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. But anyways, yeah, other than that, I mean, let's let's roll. This is Wrestler Spotlight, Shawn Michaels. So do you want to do – you want to
3: drop the top tens first?
2: Yeah, we can drop the top tens first. That's cool. Now, these these are not – classic you know it's not even necessarily his best matches these are our top 10 personal favorites yeah so don't be like oh well he had way better matches with such and such i'm sure he did but you know what these are our top 10 personal favorites that's right so do you want to do 10 and 10 and then 9 and 9 and so on and so forth uh yeah sure okay all right all right kick it off with
3: your number 10 all right, my number 10 favorite Shawn Michael's match. And this is and I will say a little disclaimer with this. If if there was if we had started our top 10 last month, these matches would probably be different because we would have had more digging time because you know you always forget things whenever you're making lists without extensive research. But absolutely, you know, absolutely. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, anyways, my top 10 kicks off with Shawn Michaels versus Diesel. No holds barred match for the WWF Championship at In Your House. Good friends, better enemies.
2: Good one. I didn't put that one on here, surprisingly.
3: Eh, I like that one. I like the WrestleMania match a lot, too, but I like the following
2: match match, better. That was the match where they used Mad Dog Vashon's leg, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah. He was in the front row, and he had a prosthetic leg, and they used that. Okay. My number 10... And don't kill me for this, everybody. I'm just I'm saying there, it, it's it's good. It's a solid list. I'm proud of it. But this match th- this match is number ten because I had to I had to fill it in. I couldn't do a top five. Levi wanted to do a top five. I couldn't do a top five. Okay, so number ten: Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair at WrestleMania March 30th, 2008. That was WrestleMania mm-hmm. 24.
3: Yep, I had a feeling that would be on your list. Yeah,
2: but I mean, just an emotional involvement and the ending alone is, is enough to make it top ten.
3: Yeah, that's kind of an honorable mention for mine. I gotta tell you, I right. kind of spoiled the rest of the list, but... No, that,
2: that match isn't on yours. That's fine. Uh, number nine for me,
3: WrestleMania 21 versus Kurt Angle. Oh. Got it. That's on. That's kind of one of those that's on everybody's and kind of highlighted. But that was I mean, an was honorable mention match. on mine. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good one. So, anyways.
2: All right. For so you, my number nine is from Raw May seventeenth, nineteen ninety three for the Intercontinental Title. Shawn Michaels defends and loses to his former partner of the Rockers, Marty Jannetty. You
3: know what? That's. Funny that you say that because that was going to be on my list. Really, that—that's a good match. An
2: excellent match.
3: Yep. And I was wondering too. I was like, I have a feeling he's going to put this on his.
2: Is that the one you were thinking of?
3: No, no, no. no. But I I was just, I just, I should have put it on my list because it's definitely one of my favorites. It's a good one. It is. All right, number eight. (sighs) Number eight. I got Shawn Michaels versus Mankind
2: at In Your House Mind Games. Oh. I have one of the best super kicks of all time. Shawn Michaels versus Shelton Benjamin in the first round of the Gold Rush tournament from Raw, oh, yeah. May 22nd, 2005. Dude, I watched this match all the way through today. And, like, I remember watching it live. And I was, I mean, just that, that sweet 10 music alone, it belongs in a top 10. Yeah, oh yeah, and I mean, sure. I mean, just two good, really, really good wrestlers. Shawn Michaels, of course, great. Shelton Benjamin is like in the upper mid card of all time for me. Yeah,
3: that was at the
2: that was a time period where it was like, if you're gonna push Shelton,
3: push him now because yeah. he was facing Triple H. He was facing Shawn. I think it was crazy. That was a great match.
2: What a match! So number seven.
3: Number seven, I got SummerSlam 2002, no san- non-sanctioned match versus
2: Triple H. All right, and, and by the way, in my list, and we didn't talk about how we were going to do it, what platform we were going to do it, but I did not have him facing the same opponent more than once on my list, and I had to change a lot because of that.
3: Yeah, I I did. I had him facing the same people. All so. right, so, so only a few. Yeah, because I could I could I could make a top ten of Sean versus Triple H alone. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. Or versus Taker, especially
2: so. the early two thousands when he came back. Yeah. Um. So my number seven is Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship at SummerSlam, August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety five. That is on mine too because I like that match more than the WrestleMania ten match. I am with you, 100%. Not only do I like the match better, but Shawn Michaels' blue tights, awesome.
3: (laughs) Well, that's my number six.
2: Okay, well, there you go. I led right (laughs) into it. That was close. Yep. All right, my number six is Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. At no mercy, not WrestleMania 19, which I know is a shocker for a lot of people because I love that match, but this one's better. No Mercy, October 5th, 2008, in a ladder match for the World Heavyweight Championship.
3: Wow. That's funny. All right. Uh, (laughs) I got number five, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Bad Blood, 97, the first ever Hell in a Cell match. Oh, that
2: was a tough one for me. That was, like, so close to making it. But I I just couldn't couldn't pull the trigger on it. Yeah. But, I mean, that was such a great, like, back-and-forth match, and... I mean, yeah, the only—I think—the only thing that killed that being in my top ten was the finish. Not—not yeah. not that I didn't love Kane coming in, because that was a great way to bring him in. But By God, that must be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, just the fact that there was an interference that kind of kind of hurt.
3: Yeah, it kind of dulled it down. But yeah. it was the match in general that oh, made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Absolutely, absolutely. My number it.
2: five is Shawn Michaels versus Mankind at In Your House Mind Game, September 22nd, 1996. We, we discussed go. that match when we did the Mankind Taker rivalry. So yeah, I kinda had a feeling that would match. be on both of ours, but man, the oh, yeah. the chemistry, the storytelling, everything. It was it was incredible. And the bumps that both guys took in that match were just awesome.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my number four was your number six. Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho at no Mercy, no Mercy 2008.
2: There you go. My number four is Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. The Iron Man match from Raw, October 3rd, 2005. What a match, what a match. See, and God, the funniest great match. The funniest thing is, is, for some reason, I remembered that match. I thought it was always the night after WrestleMania. I didn't realize it was that far down the line. I had to look the date up.
3: Yeah, I I didn't remember it being. I I mean, I'm with you. I thought it was a lot closer to WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, but um, I think it was probably one of those like WrestleMania Rewind matches or whatever they called it then because they did that like every year for a while. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I personally just like this match better than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, number
3: three. Uh, my number three is WrestleMania 19, Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. That is the right. that is two Chris Jericho matches in a row on mine. I did it not. was
2: it was on mine, and I had it at number four.
3: Yeah, but then I, I didn't. I was I was gonna do the you did, and then I was like, I can't because so many of these are just
2: they just are my favorites. Yeah. And this one might surprise people, but I don't know why this match just brought it out of me. And I remember being so bummed out at the end of this match. But my number three is Shawn Michaels versus Paul Levesque, (laughs) old Paul, on Raw December 29th, 2003 from San Antonio, Texas. And the reason why is because Shawn Michaels thought he had won the World Heavyweight Championship. Eric Bischoff came in because Earl Hebner got knocked out. Uh, Bischoff comes in to finish up the refereeing duties. And Sean hits a super kick, falls on top of Hunter. And Eric Bischoff counts to three, but both men's shoulders were down. Therefore, Triple H mm-hmm. kept the belt. And then they went on to Royal Rumble in 04 and had a last yeah, standing match. was amazing. Which was great.
3: <laughs> but that... I just
2: loved this match so much from Raw.
3: Yeah, that uh, that Royal Rumble one almost made the list. It yeah. almost made the list. Uh, to follow that, my number two, which is very interchangeable with number one, uh, is also Shawn Michaels versus Mister Paul Levesque. This is at Armageddon two
2: thousand and two. Oh, two out of three falls match. Three stages of hell yes oh, the oh my god i love this freaking oh my god this is so like i just want to go back and like can we do a top 50
3: <laughs> that's what that's why i say i could i could almost do that as my
2: number one this match and I mean, just, you know who knows five years down the road we'll probably be like you know what let's do another sean episode yeah yeah okay so my number two this is gonna shock the world this is gonna shock the wrestling podcast listening world Shawn Michaels versus Bret the Hitman Hart at Survivor Series, November 22nd, 1992. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah.
3: See, and uh, I'm with this you on match that, dude. I was thinking was... about doing those early Bret and Shawn matches. Those Holy were so shit, good.
2: man. This match was incredible. This yep. was Shawn's first shot at the WWF Championship, and it was against Bret Hart at Survivor Series, five years before the Montreal screw- Screwjob, but... Mm-hmm. These guys tore the effing house down this night. 100% and,
3: underrated.
2: And I mean, and it, you know why it was underrated? Because at this time, the WWF was the land of the big men.
3: Mm-hmm. Sean two, wasn't really...
2: And two small guys with a small guy being the champion and two small guys. But they showed how well they could work. And they had already had so many good matches yeah. and with the Rockers and the Heart Foundation so, and surprisingly, no Rockers matches made it, but I almost put the reunion of the Rockers from like, I think it was 04 or 05. Yeah. But, because them versus La Resistance, I loved that match. And when Marty came back for that brief time and faced Kurt Angle, that was great too. Yeah. All right. So, number one. All right. Number one.
3: And I said I could definitely put Armageddon 02 at number one, but. I put number one as Shawn's ride-off into the sunset, WrestleMania 26
2: versus Undertaker. Guess what my number one is?
3: The same one. Same one, dude. Yeah, because it was his final match.
2: This was was the first wrestling match that I remember watching as an adult that made me cry. Yeah. I mean, I legit... That was it. It was happy tears because I was happy for Sean getting to go home and be with his kids, but man, I just it was like the end of everything for me.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, and I remember I remember it being like the build up to it, and you know they did it all so great, and what it was was I I knew going into it I was like Sean, this is it, this is Sean's last match. There's no way around it. You know he's been literally you know like his movie heartbreak and triumph. Or his book, I don't remember which one it was, but... It was
2: both. They did they did the documentary, the same name. That's like, right. Somewhat after, after it, like six months after
3: it. He'd just been through his career, his long, illustrious career, and it was just... I was like, there's no way that he's going to retire Undertaker here. Because back then, it was still like, the streak's going to stay alive, it's never going to die. Yeah. So, what better person for him to retire Sean than Undertaker? yeah.
2: yeah. And, it, and or brett you know if brett was still around this match just i mean and you know we talked about it on the wrestlemania countdown our our ranking of wrestlemania you know a lot of people think 25 was better i don't i think 26 was the better match there was more on the line
3: yeah i think story wise and what you said more on the line i think is definitely makes this one better but as far as if you just just as a wrestling match i th- you could they're a tie to me, but I, I honestly, yeah, I think twenty six, the tiebreaker is twenty six. It's a little better to me because it just meant more, you know. It was that was it. So that was it. That was tit. So next up is a top ten of Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. No, I'm just <laughs> literally, I could make Wham. a top ten of Shawn versus Triple H. I could make a top ten of Shawn versus Taker. You know, just Shawn versus. Uh, uh, Sean Michaels' top ten 1996 matches, his top ten 97 matches, you know. Sean, what? The
2: Sh- uh, top ten of Sean dropping the belt because he lost his smile.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sean's incidents. So yeah, there's our top ten to kick off the Sean show, and I mean, and, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, in reality, we don't, you know, we don't have to ramble too long about Sean because, hell, we can just sit here and just, he gets my nipples hard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's not normal behavior from an adult man, according to Vince Russo. Oh, yeah. That was the comment he made. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Just when I thought you were going to get back over with me, Vince Russo, you had to go and ruin it.
3: Yep. Okay, so I, I'm just going
2: to run through, through some bullet points then. because And we can kind of just discuss where we want to discuss. Um, yeah. And this is from ThoughtCo.com. This is where I'm getting this information from. I don't want anybody to be like, hey, I've seen that online before and you're ripping them off. No, I'm not. I'm giving them credit. All right, yeah, they did a good so, job. So, nineteen ninety eight, uh, Survivor Series, the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the Young Stallions, and the British Bulldog and the Hart Foundation beat tag t- tag team champions, Demolition, the Rougeau Brothers, Brainbusters, Bolsheviks, and Los Conquistadores.
3: The old early, uh,
2: the early Rockers. God, man,
3: I love the Rockers.
2: Even their theme song was cool, dude. Yeah, I love the Rockers, man. Uh, 1989 Saturday night's main event from March 11th fought to a double count out against the brain busters, Arn and Tully. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying. I mean, I know I've seen that match, but I'm trying to remember it. I might watch.
3: That so is tonight. it, let's see him and Marty were together till 92.
2: Yeah. Nineteen ninety. 1990... Maybe yeah. it was the end of 91. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it was it was, early it was 92, January maybe. of ninety two when they were on. That's uh, right. I actually watched that today too, just to whenever kinda... he put him through the barbershop yeah. window. Yeah, and uh, after they'd like shake, ha- they shook hands and like put their arms up together. And then Sean Super kicked him, and the brain was like, "Oh, I knew he was going to do that."
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: that's like classic. Body. God,
3: he was great. Really.
2: Um, but at uh, let's see. WrestleMania '92 was WrestleMania 8. That was his first singles match at WrestleMania, where he beat uh, the Mat- El Matador Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Tito Santana. Uh, November fourteenth, Saturday night's main event. He won his first Intercontinental Championship by defeating the British Bulldog. That was a good match too, actually.
3: That was a really good match. Yeah. Um.
2: And then Survivor Series. Bulldog
3: and every Bulldog and Shawn match was awesome
2: it seemed it always seemed like sean brought the best out of the bulldog it, along with brett yeah hart. um i don't know if it was just a trust thing or just the fact that sean and brett could literally wrestle a mop but mm-hmm. <laughs> make them look good yeah yeah and they could
3: wrestle moppy they
2: could yeah they could put moppy over and make it make sense but um and then obviously survivor series of 92 that was the Bret hart match um, and I believe that match was like a 36 minute match, and that wasn't a normal title match back then.
3: It was also, I think, in '92, Sean and Brett had a ladder match as well. I don't remember. Was it '92? I think they so. Had like
2: a, it was like a house yeah, show. Yeah, it was a house show, and it was technically the first ladder match in WWF. And obviously, uh, Sean and Razor get the credit, but it was actually Brett Hart who brought that in from uh, Calgary, from Stampede. They'd had ladder yep. matches there, and he brought that idea to Vince. And Sean and, like I said, Sean Razor get the credit, but we'll give credit where credit's due. And that was Bret Hart.
3: Um, the first one in WWF. Yeah. There was, there was a few. I don't remember what they were, but there was like two or three before that, I think.
2: Yeah. So,
3: anyways, um, 90... I, had to, I had to get all Marky for a no, second.
2: No, that's what, that's what <laughs> we're here for. <laughs> um, 1993, uh, the Royal. Oh, little Pootsky. No No. pootski 19 (laughs) God dang it dude Uh, Shit Uh, 93 at the Royal Rumble uh, He beat Marty Jannetty For the uh, Well he was already the Intercontinental Champion But he defended the title against Marty Jannetty And this is the the match where they had uh, Sherry trying to decide who she was going to go with Mm -hmm. Um and she was actually trying to help Marty.
4: Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks.
2: believe and ended up hitting uh or yeah ended up hitting marty with the mirror i think instead of sean and sean retained then wrestlemania 9 obviously at this point sean is with luna vashon and he lost to tatanka via dq yeah um and then right after that a couple uh month later about a month and a half later lost the intercontinental title to marty Jannetty. that was on my list the day before i was born oh shit damn yeah that's cool yeah by the way this friday is levi's
3: yeah i'll officially be a quarter of a century
2: he will be 25 years young and i will 25. still be six, i will still be six years older than him um yeah. i love that when my kids are like oh i'm catching up to you i'm like yeah that's never gonna happen buddy yeah that's not how the world works
3: <clears throat> trust me you don't want to catch up no just yet, buddy <laughs> uh
2: june 6th uh he regained the intercontinental title from Artie Gennetti. uh june 13th king of the ring 1993 he beat crush august 30th at SummerSlam, defeated mr perfect via count out
3: what an epic ending
2: and then sean is stripped of the intercontinental title in september was but, that
3: when he got but, beat up in a bar or something? This
2: is when he failed a drug test.
3: But the storyline was he got beat up in a bar? I, is that this one? Yes.
2: Yes. No. No, because... Oh, yeah, 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 No?
3: I I think that one maybe was 90-something else.
2: Yeah, I think that might have been. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sean had
3: some ups and downs.
2: Yeah. Um. So he failed a drug test. Uh. The story kind of goes... Vince tells him he has to go home, but he will still get paid for a month because he failed the drug test. And Sean's like, I don't, I don't take drugs, which we all know is a lie, (laughs) especially (laughs) in the nineties. But however, um, Uh, so when he comes back, it's around Survivor Series time and it's uh, the Hart family, Brett Owen, Keith and Bruce, and they beat. Shawn Michaels replacing Jerry the King Lawler and the Black, Blue, and Red Knights. If you've, ever, if you've never seen this match, go back and watch it just because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, 94, WrestleMania 10, lost to Razor Ramon in a ladder match. Obviously, leading up to this, Shawn saying he never was beaten. Razor won uh, or was a co-winner of a battle royal with Rick Marteau. They had a match the next week, which was a really good match, the Razor Ramon and Rick Martel match. Uh, to determine the new Intercontinental Champion. There were two belts, because Sean still had his. They had a new belt made for Razor. They had a ladder match, and with both belts hanging, Razor Ramon wins. And one of the best finishes of a ladder match ever. Okay, so he wins in August uh, of 94. He teams with Diesel to beat the, uh, the Head Shrinkers, Fatu and Samu. Fatu, obviously, is Rikishi. To win the World Tag Team Championship. Uh, Survivor Series of that year, Razor Ramon, Fatou, The Kid, which is the One Two Three Kid, Davey Boy Smith, and Fiona, 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 Beat Diesel, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart, and Jim Neidhart. Survivor Series... The same night they same vacate night. the yeah, world yeah, yeah. titles.
3: They split up. The world tag titles. <clears throat> and they why was that? I don't remember why they... That
2: is because this is when... Uh, let's see. The Was it... <sighs> What what was the date that Diesel beat Bob Backlund?
3: That was Survivor Series, wasn't it? No, it was a
2: house show at MSG.
3: Oh, it was around that time. Yeah, yeah it
2: was this week. It was that same week. I can't remember if it was the night before or if it was the next weekend. But um, anyways, so basically, they probably already had that plan in place to have them coming up with Wrestle- WrestleMania Eleven. That Shawn was going to win the Rumble in '95, and they wanted them to face each other, obviously at WrestleMania 11. So I think that that was the reason of this.
3: In my so '95, 90, the Royal Rumble '95 kind
2: of begins
3: Shawn Michaels' push to the top. Oh yeah,
2: this is this is the beginning. That this is when Vince kind of sees this is the guy I want to carry the company. Yeah. So he wins Royal Rumble '95. Last eliminating the British Bulldog. This is that really cool spot that they always showed in the video packages with Sean hanging on with both hands and his legs are swinging and the ref's right there watching. And, I mean, only Sean Michaels could do this
3: at this time. And, if, and in the, the 95 Royal Rumble is, like, if you watch the match, you can pick out, like, two or three guys that might win it. Yeah. It was all, like... It was all kind of gimmicky hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Very. Um, and then obviously he loses at WrestleMania eleven because it's not quite time. Uh King of the Ring, uh quarter final, Shawn Michaels and Kama wrestled to a fifteen minute draw, so he's out of that. Uh the next month at In Your House Two beats Jeff Jarrett to win the Intercontinental title back. Then August twenty seventh, he beats Razor Ramon in a ladder match, which was on my list. Um uh,
3: right.
2: and yours. And then so I just
3: type. I you know what makes that match one of my favorites too is the blue tights alone.
2: Yeah, that's yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: I, I I completely agree. It was just a better look and the ladder was a lot cooler. Yeah, and
3: then there was also stories <clears throat> of this ma- about this match, I guess. Uh the word was that I guess it was a couple days before the night before or something. They said it was something to do with their deal with TV or ratings or something. They couldn't use the ladder as a weapon. Oh, okay. And it was something like that. And uh, uh, old Paul Levesque was helping out and and giving them ideas of how to use it without it looking like a direct weapon. Right,
2: like throwing each other into it. Like, with yeah, it, with it on the turnbuckle and whatnot.
3: Yeah. So that's a kind of interesting little fact. Was about the that. train
2: going by just then?
3: Yeah. Did you hear that?
2: Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. And
3: I'm indoors.
2: We got we got the nooner alarm here last week, so we might as well get a train from good old Fayetteville. though. Yeah. Um. So September twenty fourth in your house three, he wins the tag titles with Diesel by beating Yokozuna and the British Bulldog. Uh, let's see who I I think British Bulldog subbed for Owen at this one.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: and then Raw, the next night. Diesel and Sean are stripped of the World Tag Team Championships due to a technicality from the night before. No. October 22nd, in your house four, Sean vacates the Intercontinental title due to injury. This is when he gives it to Shane Douglas.
3: That's right. I remember this. Yeah.
2: And Shane was, like, the new kind of genius. Like, he was doing, like promos where he was like a school teacher kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like the pre-Matt Stryker gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was
3: Dean Douglas. Yeah, Dean Douglas. Right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, so I guess he would have been like a college professor, I'm assuming.
3: Yeah, something um,
2: like that. September 19th, Survivor Series. Davy Boy, Smith, Sid, Ahmed Johnson, and Shawn Michaels beat Razor Ramon, Dean Douglas, Owen Hart, and Yoko Zuna. Now we're getting to the big time. 1996, at the Royal Rumble. He wins the Royal Rumble, last at eliminating his good friend, but yet better enemy, Diesel. In your house 6, February 18th, he defeats Owen Hart, which I might have only seen this match maybe once or twice, surprisingly. It's a good one. I need to go back and watch that one. Yeah. Um, oh, it could, okay, it could yeah, make yeah, an honorable mention. Yeah, I remember this now, because I, I remember they were like, okay, well, you're going to face Brett at WrestleMania. You should face his brother. Who could possibly be better. In my yeah. opinion, I liked Owen better than Brad, But that was just me.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then obviously March 31st, 1996, WrestleMania 12. The big one. Defeats defeats Bret Hart in a 60-minute Iron Man match to win the WWF Championship.
3: The a dream.
2: This match has went to sudden death. Ooh, that was a pretty good fink. <laughs> the following contest... Scheduled for one fall. April 28th, Good Friends, (coughs) Better Enemies. This made your list. Almost mine. No holds bar match. He beats Diesel. This is right before Kevin Nash is on his merry way to the WCW. WCW. May 26th, In Your House, Beware the Dog. I love this match. Fought to a draw with Davey Boy Smith. Great match. June 23rd, King of the Ring defeated Davey Boy Smith. August eighteenth, SummerSlam, beat Vader with Jim Cornette in his corner. I like. I, I actually kind of like. Yeah, like I like I, I that, and I always liked Shawn versus the big guys because he he could. I mean, we, he could have a match with the wet mop, but he could also have a match that David and Goliath match, mm-hmm. and pull it off and make you believe that Shawn Michaels can win. But he was the yep. underdog, even though he was the champion. He was always the underdog. Uh, September 22nd, Mind Games. This was on both of our lists. Defeated Mankind by GQ. (laughs) Uh, November 17th, Survivor Series lost the WWF Championship to Psycho Sid at Madison Square Garden. And this was sponsored by Karate Fighters. Then he gets the title back. Then he loses his smile. Yeah, it's San Antonio. Wins the title from Sid? Then the next month he loses his smile because guess what? He doesn't want to face Brett at WrestleMania 13.
3: Yeah, he didn't want to put him
2: over. Yep. <laughs> so then he's gone. Well, he was at WrestleMania 13, but he only did commentary for I think one match. And he's like burying him the whole time. Yeah, he did. He does. He just yeah. And then he comes back in May and with Stone Cold Steve Austin defeats <sighs> Owen and the Bulldog to win the World Tag Team Championship. And this is kind of already setting the road up for, for the, the next, next year. year. For yeah. Austin, because Austin back had when they that used to know
3: how to build killer
2: match with Brad at WrestleMania 13, they put them together in that. We talk about it all the time on the show, <laughs> <laughs> how they used to put the big rival the rivalries together and make them tag and always won the tag titles. Yeah, this is one of the kind of the first times they ever did that. Um, and then June, uh, Stone Cold and Sean split up and vacate the World Tag Team Championship. Then they have a killer match at King of the Ring, which I think is an underrated match. Um, Yeah, I
3: think think it might be better than the WrestleMania mm -hmm. match.
2: And then September faces Undertaker, goes to a no contest. September 20th at One Night Only defeats British Bulldog for the European title. The first ever European
3: title, right? Yeah. That was the inaugural European Championship.
2: British Bulldog had won the title already, and then Sean beat him for the title. Oh,
3: okay, I yeah. thought that... Oh, The European Championship with the tournament was at King of the Ring, right?
2: I think so. I think you're right. Something
3: like that. I don't know. Um, And
2: then October, In Your House Bad Blood, he defeated The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. Obviously, on your list, could have easily made mine. Um. Then Survivor the Montreal Scrooge. Right. Up. Survivor Series. On November 9th. Beats Bret Hart. Does he beat Bret Hart? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in Your House, Degeneration X, which we covered in long form on an early episode. Uh, I want to say like 9 or 10. Uh, in Your House, Degeneration X. Lost to Shamrock by DQ. Lost, in quotations, the European title, to Triple H on one of the my favorite Raw is war. Episodes of all time. Uh, that Christmas episode. Um, the 1998 that now we're getting to the dark days In the Royal Rumble. He beats the Undertaker in a casket match. During the match, Sean landed incorrectly on the coffin and suffered a back injury that will lead him to being out of the business for five years. Although he wasn't really out of the business, he was just out of the ring as a competitor. He came yeah, back. Yeah, because he was
3: like commish yeah. and all that. Yeah.
2: Um, WrestleMania 14 loses to Austin, thus, thus ushering in the Austin era.
3: The Austin era has begun. Stone
2: Cold! Stone Cold! Stone Cold!
3: So, so then in 2002, I remember when he comes back, I, I enjoyed the NWO thing with him. And I kind of wish that would have went forward a little bit, but it kind of had negative, uh, reactions and reviews, so...
2: If you want to take over from here, just because I've read so much, that's that that'd be cool.
3: That's not. I wasn't getting at that. If that's what you're saying. If no, 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 no.
2: no, 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 no. I was just saying if if you want to read a little, because I'm like starting. That's to fine. Like, um, that's but fine. Yeah, because in between '98 and 2002, he finds Jesus, gets married, uh, has a kid, stops um...
3: masturbating, <laughs>
2: <laughs> stops wearing fanny packs. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, so he comes back in 2002 as, well, he kind of comes back for in-ring competition, and he does. they do the NWO thing, and then uh, Triple H and him kind of see each other backstage, and they give a look, and I remember that on Raw, mm-hmm. and uh hug and all that, and then they kind of start building towards that match, because they were going to do the DX reunion, and then Shawn Michaels pedigrees him. and Triple H, H pedigrees. His, or yeah, yeah, Triple H pedigrees Shawn, and then that sets up the SummerSlam 2002 match, which was... Pretty awesome. A very great return to uh, in-ring, and it was, honestly, it was supposed to, I think it was supposed to be a one-off
2: thing. Yeah, he he was only going to come back for one match.
3: Yeah, and then he kept going, so then they get to Survivor Series. Hey, before
2: we get to Survivor Series, where can people go if they want to purchase a shirt, but they don't really like our designs because they're nutty?
3: They can go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and at CollarAndElbowBrand.com load up your cart with all their sweet merchandise and use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout and save 10% on your order. That's CollarAndElbowBrand.com with coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to save 10% on your order. Oh my. So Survivor Series 2002 is the first ever Elimination Chamber match, and Sean wins this in a uh different different tights again <laughs> kind of some interesting one
2: some doo-doo brown hbk they were rushed to put together he tried to have tights made and they couldn't get them done in time so these were just kind of like literally thrown together He he's wearing cowboy boots with yeah his tights which he can in. rock yeah oh yeah and a weird haircut
3: yeah the, uh, the, the girl haircut. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The classic like 11 to 12 year old girl cut because they don't want long hair in the summer because it's too hot.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he wins this. This is his last ever time winning the world title, which is a shame. It's crazy because I would have thought he would have had plenty more title reigns. Yeah. Um, so he wins that. He loses it at Armageddon 2002, which was, could be one of my favorite Shawn Michaels matches of all time against, uh. Triple H they did the street it was street fight cage ladder match uh 2003 he and Chris Jericho have a match at Wrestlemania 19. Backlash was the six-man tag match main event uh Bad Blood 2003 he lost to Ric Flair which this kind of gets an honorable mention for my list I actually I enjoyed yeah this this
2: was a really good match
3: uh SummerSlam 03 he was in the chamber match Survivor Series 03 he was on the Raw team um, Armageddon 2003 he beat Batista 2004 starts many great matches in a row uh Royal Rumble he and Triple H have the world title match uh last man standing that was just awesome. They were both. It was a draw because they both got counted, and they were ten. both
2: like just bladed to death. And yeah, just that's crazy
3: dude. That was that was the best match of the night. Um, uh, WrestleMania twenty and Backlash two thousand four Triple Threats. Both of these matches are just phenomenal.
2: And I mean, it's debated all the time which match is better. Yeah, I personally it's... like the Backlash match better.
3: I. I would have to watch them both back-to-back like five times, but they're just, they're just awesome. Yeah. Uh, that same year, he feuds with Triple H again at Bad Blood in the Hell in a Cell match, which was definitely – it It was on my list, and I took it off because I was like, okay, I can't have three Triple H matches on <laughs> Uh Unforgiven, they have that incident well, – before Unforgiven, Kane crushes his throat with the chair. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they have the match at uh, Unforgiven. Yeah, because Sean, Tap-
2: Sean was gone for a while.
3: Yes, that he was—he was gone after. uh, It was after SummerSlam. Kane crushed his throat, and then they have the Unforgeted on match. Raw, right? Yes,
2: I think it was actually uh, the Raw after SummerSlam.
3: Yeah. Um, Taboo Tuesday has another match against Triple H. Of course, he loses. This
2: is one of my honorable mentions because I loved this match. Yeah, I remember. Were, I remember both laid it up too. Yeah, I remember voting for this Taboo Tuesday because it was the first one. And I was, like, refreshing, like, every five minutes so I could vote again for Sean. <clears throat> um,
3: 2005 begins, and he has ma- He loses to Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, which is awesome. Uh, backlash kind of starts the Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels thing. I need a partner. SummerSlam. And
2: there's only yep. one guy. Hulk <laughs> Hogan, I need you, brother.
3: Uh, so they have that match at Backlash against Muhammad Hassan and Divari, and then at Vengeance, 05, uh, he beats Kurt Angle, which is another great match next to the WrestleMania match. SummerSlam 05, he oversells the shit of Hulk
2: Hogan's <laughs> moves.
3: Intentionally. Oh, man. Because he didn't want to, he didn't think he needed to lose the Hogan. I was so but...
2: pumped for this match, too. Yeah. Because the build was great.
3: Um, he he has a little match at Unforgiven, uh, Taboo Tuesday. He's in a, he's in a uh, triple threat with John Cena, Shawn Michaels, and Kurt Angle. That was
2: actually a really good match, too.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Survivor Series 05, he's on the Raw team. Uh, 2006, this is when DX starts to reunite. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat Vince at WrestleMania. He had that street fight with Shane before WrestleMania yeah. on Saturday Night's Main Event when they brought that back. Yeah. Uh, He beat Vince in a no-holds-barred match, which was a fun match to watch. This is
2: when he did the suck it before he jumps off with Vince on the table with the trash can over his head.
3: Uh, Backlash is Shawn Michaels and God (laughs) versus Vince and Shane. Like, Vince, one of his ideas.
2: Oh, This is probably, like, I cringed. And I'm not the most Uh religious guy in the world, but, like, I cringed. I was like, oh, this is not good for business.
3: You know why? Because Vince thinks he's bigger than God. He,
2: he really does. I re- honestly believe he thinks he's bigger than God.
3: Uh, Vengeance 05, DX officially reunites in a match against the Spirit Squad, which... Kenny, uh,
2: Mikey, Johnny, Nicky, Mitch.
3: Mitch, yeah. <laughs> uh, Saturday night's main event, again, later
2: that year in July,
3: is DX. They beat the Spirit Squad. This is when they drop the poop on them <laughs> around this time.
2: Yeah, the, the next Monday. I think it was uh, after this,
3: and then they start doing the Vince loves Cox thing, which yeah. had me dying. God, dude, thing.
2: did you have the shirt?
3: No, no, I didn't. I, I bought, it, I though. bought that. I did it. I
2: bought it at a Hot Topic, actually.
3: Oh God. Uh, SummerSlam: DX beats Vince and Shane. Unforgiven: uh, Shawn and or DX beats uh, Vince, Shane, and Big Show in a Hell in a Cell. <clears throat> uh, Cyber Sunday: They kind of start feuding with Rated RKO.
1: Which was a great team.
3: That was a great team. Uh, Survivor Series, once again. Actually, this Survivor Series match is one of my favorites. Yeah. Because it's DX, the Hardy Boys, and CM Punk. And they beat Randy Orton Edge, Gregory Helms, Johnny Nitro, and Mike Knox.
2: And just looking at the list, it's like, okay, on paper, who's going to win this match?
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: Nothing against Uh, the other team, but uh, come on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2007, they're still kind of DX together and then they eventually split up to do their own thing, but they do the, uh, New Year's revolution, New Year's revolution. Yes. They have a, DX has a match against, uh, rated RKO again, ends in a no contest. Um, he was in the Royal Rumble match. He got last eliminated by Taker. Taker won his first Royal Rumble. Him and Cena at, uh, WrestleMania 23 have an awesome match.
2: But before this, hey guess what? Oh, he yeah. won the they, World they, Tag Team Championship. That's right. right.
3: That's right. That's when that was one of the last incidents where they did this kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh WrestleMania 23, they have a great match together, John Cena and Sean
2: as um, tag team champions.
3: Yep. He feuds with Randy for the
2: months moving forward, pretty much the rest in, of the year.
3: Yeah, and then Armageddon he has a match with uh, Mr. Kennedy. And this
2: was the good Randy Orton.
3: Yes. Yeah, Randy in, in 07 was was great, but I still like Legend Killer better. Yeah,
2: uh, I think out of their matches, I think Survivor Series was the best.
3: Yeah. Uh, 2008, he's in one of my favorite Elimination Chamber matches uh, at No Way Out.
1: With Umaga! <laughs>
3: Uh, WrestleMania 24. He beats Ric Flair, retires Ric Flair from WWE. I'm sorry, anyway, I love goes. you. Yeah, uh, and then at Backlash, this kind of starts the Chris Jericho feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho's the referee against with uh, Batista and Shawn. He beats Batista. Hey Levi. Judge- yes. How big's Batista's dick? You know, <laughs> I just I just don't know. It's somewhere in the. Ball field of Vern Troyer to Drax the Destroyer, <laughs> <laughs> mini me to, God rest his soul, Mr. Vern Troyer, rest in peace. You're awesome. Uh, somewhere from him to Drax the Destroyer. So uh, yeah, so Jericho, <laughs> Jericho and Sean start feuding during the summer. This is when Jericho bashes the the uh, what is it, the Jeritron five thousand, over yeah. Sean's head. Yeah, and he accidentally punches Sean's wife. Oh God. Um, <laughs> Judgment Day,
2: they have and matches And, like, at, legit punches are.
3: Yeah. So Jericho and Shawn have matches at Judgment Day, Great American Bash, Unforgiven, and No Mercy, which Unforgiven was great, too, because it was non-sanctioned. Mm-hmm. And this is... The unsanctioned match kind of came at a bad time because it was right after they went PG. Yeah. So they didn't get to bleed in that. And it, and in the latter match, they would have bled, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Then they have... Uh, he's in another Survivor Series match... Uh, not too big of a deal. Crime time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 2009. This begins The Undertaker and him. Kind of the dark versus light. And, and the end. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,. Oh, nine wasn't a very memorable year for me and Sean. I didn't, there wasn't a lot of stuff he did. He was, he was with, it was another DX thing, but I wasn't that. This is, this, this is
2: another, uh, this is one of those years where I was out. I watched the rumble yeah. and mania and then I was kind of out of it.
3: Yeah. I'm with you. I was the same way. I didn't really watch the Oh nine DX and I didn't want to because it was, they were full blown PG. It was even dump do- dulled down a little more than the Oh six reunion. Um, Let's see. Then we move into 2010, and we get to the end of his career. He actually shows up at Elimination Chamber. You were there, and uh, super kicks Taker, and gives Jericho gets the pin, and
2: then uh, and the kids in front of me were like, "How did you know he was going to come up through the ring?" <laughs> because I know it was me all along. It wasn't me. All along.
3: And then Shawn Michaels wrestles his final match at WrestleMania 26 against The Undertaker in what was an awesome affair. So, In our
2: opinions, the greatest match of all time. Possibly. Overall,
3: Shawn has had an amazing career.
2: And obviously, we didn't cover everything, but if we did, we'd be here all night. And Levi's got stuff to do. But... Well, where can I go to get some more merch? You can go if you want to well, get... Well, I'm talking
3: about Sean. What did Sean wear? What kind of hey, fanny packs did hey, he wear? you
2: know what pants he wore when they were walking around in the airport? What was that? Zubas. You can go to Zubaz.com, Z-U-B-A-Z.com, pick up some of those badass zebra print pants, and they're back, baby. They're back, and they're bigger than ever. Their website was down for a couple of weeks, but it is back up and running. And you can go there. Use coupon code "heels and quads" in all caps, and you can save fifteen percent on your order. That's Zuba z u b a z Coupon code "heels and quads" in all caps saves yourself fifteen percent at the checkout. So,
3: Shawn Michaels may be the best wrestler in ring of all time. Uh, I was going to ask you, you that exact with. question. There's a lot of people you could put up there with that, but I think of that time period, of the uh, time period that he wrestled, probably one of the best wrestlers you could possibly be in the ring with.
2: I'm going to go on record and say that Shawn Michaels is the – I mean, I know everybody agrees. Shawn Michaels is the the greatest of all time. And, I mean, I love Ric Flair. I love Chris Jericho. But Shawn Michaels, I mean – It was such an up and down battle with him, whether it be his personal demons or was he a healer as a face or whatever, especially growing up as a kid, because I mean, back then you didn't really like bad guys. When you were a kid, you didn't like so many bad guys. I mean, we all did deep down. We it's like a love and hate relationship.
3: Rashawn was the bad guy you loved to hate. Yeah. And I mean, you could
2: hate it because he was so cocky. Yep. And when he, you know, the Heartbreak Hotel segments and he's laying on the heart-shaped bed and the mirror and Luna and Sherry and, oh, my God. And, you know, before that, the Rockers, whether it be WWF or AWA, they were awesome. And they had always had great matches, great tag team. Unfortunately, they never officially won the WWF Tag Team Championships. But, you know, I mean, they didn't have to. They were so over. Everybody loved them.
3: Yep, they were those. They were those baby faces that were, you know, super over, but never got. It, it was kind of like the guys that never got it. You know, they never yeah. got that big shot, but or they they never got the big spotlight by winning the belts, but they like, got the shots. But like
2: Scott Hall and and Mr. Perfect, we always say how those are two guys that and everybody should've says had the world this. Title. They should have had the world title, and I know Kurt had it in the AWA, but. I mean, he was never the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He was never the NWA Heavyweight Champion. He was never the WWF Champion. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like that. And, I mean, another thing we could say about Sean is he was, he was true to Vince and true to the WWF. He never left. Yeah. Although there were times where I'm sure he wanted to go and be with his friends. But also, if he, if he would have left, that would have left Hunter by himself.
3: Yeah, and, this so, and, and he Sean was also one of the first triple crowns.
4: It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our Powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. Insured by NCUA.
0: Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on.
3: yeah and one of the earliest ones and
2: and they don't want to claim him now as one which in my eyes will always be the original grand slam yeah, champion yeah you can yeah you can't um, take that away you, from him you you can't make up new belts and change your rules all of a sudden that's that's horse shit yeah it doesn't work that way so but yeah i mean so in overall i mean it wasn't I don't think this is the episode that everybody expected, but like we said, we wanted to do it because it did. It was the most voted on poll we've ever had. Um, it lost a couple of times in weeks previous to this to finally get to it, but I wanted to get it done, and I know it was so close to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard's. And that's kind of why I didn't want to go into so much detail about his behind the scenes stuff, because you can always go over to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. You can listen to that. And I mean, we say it all the time. We listen to other podcasts. We have no problem telling you guys to go listen to it. There's thousands of wrestling podcasts. So just the fact that if you listen to us and you know, you're, you're driving home from work, you're driving to work, you're at work. Cause I know a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're at work. I wish I had that kind of job. But, um, you know, for everybody involved in StarCast especially, check them out. Yeah. Uh, super kicking it with Kelsey. She's been really cool the last week or so. I've had some interaction with her uh, via Twitter. Check out her show on YouTube and then also uh, her podcast, uh, Two-Face Pod. Uh, both good shows. She's, re- she's really, like, she's almost like a, uh, she's really quirky. She kind of reminds me of Phoebe a little bit. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, support support all your favorite yeah. podcasts. And, and you can and do that on Radio Public. And do that, yeah. Segway. Do that on Radio Public. It's a free app. You can transfer all of your favorite podcasts that you subscribe to, including ours, from Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, et cetera. Transfer all of them over to Radio Public and help these all of these podcasts, including ours. Make a little bit of money. You pay nothing, and it's literally an eight-second clip, little ad before the show. That's it. There you go. And if you don't like that, we're also available on Spotify. I know everybody listens to Spotify now. Pandora is kind of a dying breed because on Spotify, you can choose what you want to listen to right then and there. Um, so, I mean, if you don't want to download a Radio Public app, that's cool. I get You can it. find just, us anywhere. Yeah, just make sure you're subscribing to the show. Make sure you're leaving reviews. Most of all, we want your feedback. If you don't want to leave a review on any of the podcast platform sites, you know, send us a DM on Twitter, send us an email at hills and quads at Gmail at Heels and quads on Twitter, uh, hills and quads, wrestling podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and it's dead. We don't even use it anymore. Um, but yeah, so that's about it. Let's hit them with the plugs.
3: Uh, pro wrestling Tees.com forward slash hills and quads. That's where you can find our merch. You can also go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout and save 10% on your order. And you can go to Zubas.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout. And that saves you 15% on your order. Oh, my. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We'll talk talk to to you you guys
2: next week. Next Tuesday. Bye.